Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome back to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. Great to have you here and hope all are doing well. Uh, Today, if you are just joining us for the first time, my name is Brian Boyle. I'm a physical therapist. I've been a runner for almost 30 years and uh, I practice, I coach, I'm a race director. I don't do as much running and competing as much as I used to do. Uh, I think the, uh, the 70, 80, 90 mile weeks were just uh, a bit much, uh, but I still run and I coach, and uh, I just love to help runners like you achieve their best, right? I, I wanna help keep people running through their, you know, whatever age it is that, uh, that they decide that they want to run until, uh, it's different for everybody. I know. I know some people have stopped running, uh, you know, in their 20s and 30s. I know other people that uh, that are running into their 80s and 90s. And so, uh, my goal with this podcast is literally to give you the tools that you need to continue to run. Now, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I'd encourage you to go back to the first episode, and you know, you can get a little bit more feel for who I am, what this podcast is all about. But enough said with that. Today, I want to talk to you about nutrition. And this is something that I feel very strongly about. Uh, you know, if, if you read the research and you look at all of the information out there, which there's a ton of, by the way, uh, there's an absolute ton, whether it's these new, uh, you know, which isn't really new, but it's new fad now, which is the keto, the ketogenic diet, all the way to the Atkins diet, all the way to the FDA, USDA, um, you know, guidelines, all the way to the paleo, all the way to, you know, the next, 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 next. Uh, and you go, okay, so what, what is best? Um, the reality of it is, is that for runners, you are going to want to eat, okay, a mixture of, you know, your carbohydrates, your fats, your proteins. If we think about the, uh, the ability to, um, you know, maintain muscle mass and strength as we, uh, as we continue to age, okay, you know, the, uh, the essentials are going to be, uh, you know, making sure that we get enough protein. Obviously, uh, we do want to make sure that we're getting enough carbohydrates, and that's going to include eating some carbohydrates before we run, and then uh, uh, you don't have to be like the guy that, uh, that I used to run with. I used to run with a guy that would pull out of his, uh, his side hip pack there, uh, you know, all sorts of crazy things. Like one time, I, I running behind him, and I noticed that he pulls out a bagel, right, full-on New York-style bagel. Uh, you know, nice, thick, doughy bagel as we're running. And we're running like 6.30 pace, right? Nothing like, oh, we're running 10-minute mile pace. We're, we're cruising for this 20-mile, uh, this and he just pulls out a bagel and just starts chomping on it. Uh, next time he pulls out, uh, you know, a banana and is, is eating this on the run. Uh, you know, he was able to tolerate those things. I do not. I, you know, am more of the gels and, uh, uh, you know, some other sort of fast-acting glucose that allows me to have the carbohydrates to continue on, but um, you know doesn't necessarily put anything into my stomach that sloshes around. Everybody's different, okay? You know, and then having enough fats, right? So after, if we if we know what the the storage looks like of you know of muscle glycogen, and that's what the fuel that our bodies use for you know basically performance to run. If we look at 
the glycogen, okay? So you're gonna have your fast-acting sugars that are gonna burn off, then you're gonna have your slow-acting carbs that'll burn off, and then we get into fats, uh, about the 30-minute mark of activity. At 30 to 90 minutes, we're still burning fats primarily. Uh, this is when, if you're going into that stage, you know, you probably will, will start taking more glucose in, um, you know, some sort of fast acting sugar. So this is where, you know, a sports drink or a gel pack or something, um, you know, is going to continue you on because of the fact that, uh, you know, especially if you're running a marathon, uh, you know, distance or even a half marathon distance, if you hit that 90 minute mark, you're going to start burning into the proteins. And those are the ones that are really, they don't burn really well. Think about, you know, the, uh, the bonfire that you tried to set with the, uh, the wet wood, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't burn really well. It, it, it'll burn eventually if you get enough other things in there, um, you know, or if there's nothing else. But that firewood that, uh, you know, that doesn't burn really well, okay, you know, it, it's going to have some byproducts. It's going to have some things like ammonia, um, which is a protein uh, byproduct. You, know, you got it, the, the same ammonia that, uh, uh, that we use for cleaning and things like that in, in many of the store-bought brands. Um, you know, is a byproduct of protein synthesis. And so this can build up in the kidneys and build up in the body and it, it, it can become toxic. Uh, it also just doesn't feel really good, um, you know, burning proteins. So, you know, as you, if you've ever burned proteins, uh, you know, you kind of come in and you, you just don't feel good. Um, so, you know, you're always wanting to look for that glucose, again, fast acting, and then getting the complex carbohydrates as soon as you get done. So, you know, if we're, we're thinking about probably six meals a day, okay? And depending on how many miles you're running, that's gonna be dependent on how many calories you're gonna need. It's not usually good to go into a caloric deficit when you're running and training because your body needs those extra calories to, to you know, or all of the calories to recover. So even if you're, uh, you know, you're not necessarily binging and going over, but even if you're just meeting the, the needs, uh, you're going to be far better off than going under what your body needs. Your, your body's only going to last so long. Your performance is only going to last so long. You're going to start breaking down. You're going to get sick. Uh, there's all sorts of ramifications. So, uh, you know, you could go and get a, uh, you know, a DEXA body scan. Um, some of these uh, DEXA body scans are now getting upfitted with the ability to tell what body fat is and what your resting metabolic rate is and all that other fun stuff. Um, you know, so that is an option. So, you, uh, you know, you can also do a, a treadmill, um, you know, metabolic test as well. That'll give you an idea as to how many calories you're burning. And then, you know, based on how many calories you burned in that workout, you would know what your resting metabolic rate is, add that, and then you're going to get that many calories in for the day. Nobody really likes being the one that counts calories, right? I mean, that's that's the crap that uh, that you go, that's a wet blanket in the party, right? Where somebody's like, oh, I can only eat so much this. Um, but if you're exercising and you're, you're getting, you know, anywhere above 40 miles a week of, of running in, um, you know, chances are... That, uh, that you're not going to necessarily have to count your calories to the point where, you know, you're, you're trying to scoop out, uh, you know, a half an ounce of rice, um, you know, and, and, you know, another half of an ounce of broccoli and, and you're looking at this plate and going, what the hell is this? And all your friends and family are going, <clears throat> are you going to eat, uh, you know, or are uh, you just going to nibble? Uh, you know, because I think we've all been around those people. But again, if we're thinking about ultimate performance, you know, you need the calories to get in. Um, you know, supplements, uh, supplements are, a, uh, are an interesting topic. Um, if you think about supplements in general, 
Most of them, you know, have not been shown to work very effectively. Uh, and the reason why they haven't been shown to, to really work effectively is because the body just doesn't absorb them. Um, you know, and so that's where, you know, even though vitamin C and, and uh, you know, your, your, uh, um, you know, your vitamin D, uh, your B vitamins and, uh, you know, iodine, um, magnesium, sodium, boron, those are all necessary for, you know, for muscle function, especially in runners, um, you know, as we sweat out, you know, things, uh, you know, things like uh, uh, iodine and, and boron are, are, you know, lost through our sweat, um, you know, so we need to, we need to get these replaced. Uh, you know, if you're taking a multivitamin that doesn't get absorbed into the system, then there is, you know, certainly an issue. Uh, I would encourage you to take a look at uh, peakperformancepack.com. I'll include in the show, show notes. Uh, you know, the uh, um, this is one of those that they, you know, the, the reason why the Peak Performance Pack does such good work is it's the absorption rate that is the key, right? So the... Um, Delivery system of the of the peak performance pack is a thing called oligo, and oligo binds to the uh, minerals and then is absorbed into the body, much like plant, you know, particles and, and proteins and minerals and, and uh, you know the nutrients are. So when the body absorbs these, uh, you're going to get a, a much higher absorption rate. So there was some clinical testing that showed something like. Uh, the peak performance pack to uh, Centrum or, you know, or one a day. Uh, one a day and Centrum came at like 15% absorption, right, for a, a multivitamin. Um, you know, the peak performance pack came in at about a 75% absorption. So clearly there's a significant difference. Um, and, and it does come down to, like I said, the, uh, the absorption rate of the uh, of the minerals uh, from there you know you make sure you're getting your multivitamin uh, you know anybody over the age of 40 um, you know some sort of uh, anti-inflammatory foods not necessarily you know not talking about ibuprofen um, but things like turmeric um, you know devil's claw uh, ginger root you know some of these things have been uh, been shown to, to have a very good anti-inflammatory um, response uh, probiotics some sort of fish oil and uh, um, you know, you're, uh, you're usually pretty good as far as getting, and that, that's all actually included in the, in the, uh, the peak performance pack. So again, I encourage you to go check out the peakperformancepack.com. This is what I am taking. Um, you know, I've never really put my stamp of approval on anything if, in 20 years of practice until, uh, until recently. Um, you know, and I've seen the benefits and I've seen a lot of my coaching clients see the benefits of this. It's a, it's not a paid endorsement. This is, this is what we use and uh, we've seen some pretty significant results, um, you know, from it. But outside of that, outside of the supplements, uh, you know, again, it's the, uh, then getting your hydration. So making sure that you're staying hydrated. Uh, hydration is just as important as, as the food that we put into our body. So if you're not staying hydrated, uh, you know, again, the, uh, the issue becomes into recovery and performance. Um, you know, the body will, uh, will start changing the way that it adapts to water. Um, so you can, if you're interested, you can go and take a look at Tim Ferriss and his, uh, his latest, uh, well, depending on when you're listening to this, but the, uh, uh, his podcast on and his blog on UFC fighting 
champions secrets and their nutrition and how they cut almost 20 to 30 pounds of weight okay in in five days and then gain it back to the point of you know of cutting weight to make it for a weigh-in and then bringing their weight back up within 24 hours uh, you know and you can actually change your hydration patterns and what the body does based on how much water you take in so it's, you know they start off with almost two gallons of water a day then cut it down to one gallon then down to half a gallon then to a quarter gallon and then to, to almost basically like you know <clears throat> like a couple of sips of water on that day five and the body just starts pulling all of this okay you cut out all the sodium cut out all the stuff and so you can really see what uh, what can happen as far as losing water weight very quickly uh, also anybody that's ever been sick right you know, if you've had the runs and you've been in the uh, in the Port of John before a race or after a race, uh, you know, and, and you've lost four or five or six or seven pounds after a race, um, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I think we've all been there if you've been running long enough. And uh, you know, I've weighed myself in before runs and after runs, and you know, and, and you know, have sometimes fluctuated as much as five and six, seven pounds, uh, you know, in just one run. And it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, insane, insane. So, uh, you know, certainly something that the, that you want us to do is stay as hydrated as possible as well. So, uh, hey, if you've got any questions about the uh, about nutrition, I'll be happy to answer them for you. You can always send me an email, Brian B R I A N at Company Five K. That's the number five K dot com. I'll be happy to get back to you. Usually twenty four to forty eight hours. Give me uh, if I don't get back to you. You know, send me another email. It, uh, it may have got lost in the shuffle, but I'm not ignoring you. You can also check out my YouTube channel, uh, the Mesh Tongue M E S H Tongue. As the uh, the tongue of the shoe, and uh, you know you can get uh, lots of information on uh, on nutrition, on uh, exercises, and more there as well. And with that, Brian Boyle here. Until next time, we'll see you again. All right.